Greetings and salutations to everyone in the Internetoverse. This is Al, also known as the Antipode. I'm sorry for not posting a podcast the slash trilobite little mini in a while. Um, <clears throat> I've been pretty busy. Working overnight is hellacious, to say the least, on uh, my body. And sometimes I sleep all day. Sometimes I don't sleep much. And, you know, I go off to work, do my thing. And then I kind of caught the little sinusitis bug uh, when the temperature got hot. If anyone lives in the East Coast, they know what happened. I think that was last week. Temperatures went up to like 90 degrees. And normal temperatures for this time period are usually around 50, 60 and that really threw my sinuses out of whack, so I kind of bit the big one for a couple of days. I even called out sick one day just because my body was feeling weak. But enough about that. You weren't listening to hear about how work was treating me. You were listening to hear about what I've been playing, <clears throat> which has been pretty much a lot lately. Um, I'm happy to announce that today, just now, about probably uh, five minutes ago, I finished God Hand on PS2 on normal mode, and um, needless to say, that's a very, very, very difficult game. Uh, it took me 18 hours and 2 minutes to finish, and I'm pretty sure that game is like a 5-hour game, if you're, you know, you're good and you weren't losing. I think I continued somewhat over 200 times uh, in the course of the game. I uh, didn't kill any villagers, which I'm happy about, but actually I might have killed 2, but I'm not sure. Um... And my rating was like 1.6. It, it was terrible, I, I, I must admit. Uh, but I bet you if I went through normal mode now, I probably would do a lot better just because of the mechanics. I know how the bosses work. Most of the continues really because I had to learn the bosses, um, which are really, really, really difficult at first. But then slowly but surely they become manageable and you start to understand how to keep your health up and where you can get your benefits and all of that and you know it's just like any old fight any old uh beat your head against the wall until you get it right kind of thing i'm very happy to have finished it uh i did look into hard mode just for fun they start you on level die which is silly it actually i think the whole game is on level die it's not even <clears throat> you don't even lose the level as you get hit and whatnot and you start out with roulettes and whatnot, which is pretty good, but they don't really give you anything. And it looks like the enemies have double the health or something like that, too. But, you know, that's Capcom. They make things super hard on hard mode. I don't even really want to play that game on hard mode. Uh, next game up, I'm really trying to do a big rush this week to finish games and um, just a couple. And the next game on the list is Mad World. <clears throat> Sorry about all the uh, clearings of the throat, but that's just something you have to expect from me. Stupid sinusitis. Uh, I'm on level 5 in Mad World. I think I'm two-something, two-and-a-half hours into that game. So I'll probably wind up finishing it if I can really put the time and effort into it. I can finish it by the end of the weekend. So I'll probably play it tomorrow morning. Uh, tomorrow is my Friday, thank goodness. So I'll play Friday morning somewhat lighted Saturday, but Sundays are now, it seems, reserved for uh, Armored Cord for Answer, which 
if anyone doesn't know, Armored Core is a robot, giant robot fighting game that's based on um, these really fast robots, I think, that they've always been fast. But in this game, they have a new generation of robots called Nexts. And these robots are, like, super fast. I mean, you think these big hulking robots are supposed to be, like, hulking along since they're hulking robots and they're supposed to be moving slowly. But these things are, like, on super boost mania. And it's weird to kind of play it because you're in this super high-powered mech and you're fighting against other super high-powered mechs and the computer is just, like, insanely fast sometimes they'll just zip around the screen and, like, attack you, and sometimes you can't even keep track of what's going on. You get your ass beat. But um, other times, you kind of really get a handle on it. You just, like, own the hell out of the computer. So uh, I've been playing co-op, which they call partnership, with my best friend, Rob. We've been playing on Sundays often, and, you know, we just basically take tackle the missions. He helped me pass a lot of the missions that um, I had to do for my story mode, which is really cool. You get to do the story mode, and you can just have somebody hop in and help you on a lot of them. But some of them are also one-on-one, so you can't get help, and a lot of the later one-on-ones are really, really hard. Um, this past weekend, I managed to finish the story mode, which is only a selection of the normal missions. Then you start over from the beginning again, and you do all the rest of the missions that you may not have done the first time around. And I think it just keeps looping over and over again so that you can continue making money and continue getting parts and stuff like that. And actually, if you finish all the missions, I think you um, unlock all of the parts in the store for free. So you can build all the different schematics. Which, in this case, leads me to schematics, where if you defeat other mechs in the game, like, um, say if you are fighting, they have this thing called the Collard Order, where it's kind of like a pecking order, like a ladder, and you challenge different robots, and if you beat them in a one-on-one match, you get their schematics, so you can actually build that robot and use it as well as uh, getting some extra parts and things like that, because, of course, those parts are needed to make the, the robot. The only thing is, sometimes it costs like a lot of money to make the robot, so it's good to finish the game and finish all the missions so that you can get the uh, parts all the store unlocked and accessible for free. Um, but that game is really fun. Uh, it, it's not really all that pretty. It looks good, and it moves fast. But it's not as detailed as some other games, which I don't mind because I like the speed. I'd rather have the speed over the detail in this kind of game. Uh, if you can find it for cheap, definitely pick it up. And, you know, there aren't that many people playing online, which makes it suck. But at least I have a dedicated person I can play with online, which is what really counts for me. So I just play with him on Sundays. Um, speaking more about big fucking robots, uh, I'm playing also Xenogears, as everybody knows, and I think I'm getting close to ending the first disc. I'm about 42 hours into that, and uh, shit is really coming to a head. And I, I'm really kind of pushing ahead with that game because I need to finish it. You know, long-ass RPGs are really not good for the backlog, but you have to get through them somehow. You have to get to them somehow. So I'm really trying not to just put in an hour here and there. I'm trying to put in as much time as possible uh, while trying to play some other games portably as well, such as Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword, which I got over the um, Best Buy $10 weekend. I uh, don't really recall if I 
mention my haul out of that, but I was looking for four games. I got three out of the four. <clears throat> I got Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword, Infinite Undiscovery for 360, Samba Amigo for Wii, which I'll get to a little bit later, and I missed out on Soul Calibur 4 because nobody in New York had it, except for this one place, which was really far away. So that's okay. <clears throat> I'll find Soul Calibur 4 someday, or maybe I'll just get Soul Calibur Legends. Um, in the meantime, while I'm not playing Soul Calibur 4, I am playing more big fucking robot games. Uh, Virtual One Oratorio Tangram came out on the 29th. Uh, excellent, excellent game. I love it. And I can't wait to really just start playing it online. I'm still kind of getting my training in. Uh, I feel like I suck at this game now because there are times when I'm really good. I'm on a roll. I'm knocking out the missions. And then there are times where I just beat the first guy and then the second guy owns me. Um, and my favorite Virtroid is uh, Affarm B, which is a like an agile kind of... He looks like an army robot, basically like an army guy. And he has two pistols and tonfas. And so he's really good for getting in and uh, meleeing people down, which they call infighting. Uh, which I'll probably use to a big advantage online, unless they're like ultimate pros playing online. Um, odds are it's usually what the case is, so I, I'll probably wind up losing more than I win. But I just have to mention that the achievements in this game are silly. I mean, you get an achievement for playing, for winning for the first time. You know, you silly, silly little achievements. Uh, getting a perfect match, which is, you know, that's pretty much an achievement. I think I can understand that. Um, there's an achievement for unlocking the secret, not unlocking, but fighting against the secret character. But the caveat to that, or the, just the silly part of that, is that they tell you how to do it in the achievement. Um, then there's an achievement for winning once online and then winning 10 times no no not even winning playing once online and playing 10 times online in ranked matches uh there's a achievement for beating the game there's an achievement for um creating a custom virtroid and watching a match i mean those are just silly achievements to me i've gotten mo i've gotten all of them except for the ranked match ones so far and that's just cuz i haven't played online yet uh, also playing online from Sega is Outrun Online Arcade, which is wonderful fun online. The problem that I have is that I'm just not good enough at that game to finish an Outrun, even on easy. I have it on easy right now, and I'm just like inches away from the goal. But in time, you know, if I just keep on playing it, I'll most likely do a lot better. But I can see myself being in last place in like any online match I play. So I'm not really sure if I'd want to go and just like play online against random people at the moment. Um, not really much else to say about Outrun. I did want to uh, chime in on the conversation that was had on Podcast 130. Uh, referring to the demos, the Steam demos. Uh, I did play And Yet It Moves. And I do agree with uh, Slunks and Pete when they say it's, it's kind of creepy. Just like the atmosphere of it, the the way of things are drawn, I guess you can say, and the way your character is just kind of like a black and white, well, a white piece of paper with a black drawing on the inside of it of a person, and how he breaks apart when he dies. But the game premise is pretty cool. The main problem is that the while the premise is cool, it's just not 
it doesn't have longevity. It's it's not something that I can really see myself playing for a full game. You know, I can rotate the world. You know, I've rotated the world for the whole demo, and I was satisfied. I'm like, okay, I can delete this. I don't need this anymore. Um, played Coil, played through the entire thing of that, and that was just like, I don't know, it was unsettling. I don't even, I don't even know if that's a full game. If that's the full game, and it's not a demo or anything, I'm gonna check that right now, cause, um, I don't recall that thing saying it was a demo, it just said Coil when I, uh, played it. But that game was really spooky, with the whole, um, pregnancy thing. It says demo. But it's not exactly a. Uh, it, there's no full game available on the on on Steam or anything. But running around as the like sperm was kind of crazy, and then doing the other puzzles with moving the mouse. It just took a little figuring out, but you know, it took me about ten minutes to finish, and uh, I was satisfied enough with that to delete that too. <laughs> just I didn't want that on my computer. <laughs> Point two hours of coil. Yes, excellent. Uh, and I have Braid for 360. I've been playing it, and I'm, like, in the middle of World 6 or something like that, but the only world I've completely solved was World 3. But I'll get back to this stuff later on. And I know that the game, uh, is completely accessible where you don't need to backtrack or anything like that, but there's just some things I don't feel like banging my head against. Uh, especially in a puzzle environment. Like, I could bang my head against something like a fighting game, because it's just learning about how an enemy works but when it comes to a puzzle it's like you have to really step outside the box sometimes in order to solve some of these puzzles and sometimes i'm not really ready for that um i did not play the dawn of war 2 demo yet but it is here uh warhammer 40,000, or as they call it 40k dawn of war 2 single player demo uh, it is here i'm just you know i'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna double click it. Nah, I won't double click it. Um I was only gonna do that because of Pete. He was saying that it was trying to install games for Windows Live. But I have it installed here on my Steam list and I did not get anything requesting me to install games for Windows Live. Now I do have Windows Vista but I don't see anything that says games for Windows. It could be built into Vista or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, on to my final subject, which I did say I was going to get to later, but I should have probably said I was going to get to at the end, uh, Samba de Amigo for Nintendo Wii, which is an awesome game. I mean, anybody who likes rhythm games should get Samba de Amigo, and anybody who has a girlfriend needs to get Samba de Amigo. It is a great game to play with a girl. Just, um... As a short description, I'm sure everybody knows what Samba is, but uh, it was a Dreamcast game, which I never got to play when it was on Dreamcast. Uh, one of my fraternity brothers had it, but his maracas broke, or somebody broke his maracas when he wanted to play it with us, so we never got to play it. Uh, came out for Wii, which was an excellent decision. Uh, it's basically a rhythm game where you have maracas, and one maraca is controlled by a nunchuck and the other is controlled by a remote. Well, you also have the option to hold two re Wii remotes separately, uh, if you so choose, just because sometimes, I guess, some people have uh, wide stances with their arms, and they might wind up kind of snapping the connection between the nunchuck and the remote, and I'll explain why. Uh, the way you play the game is, now on the screen there are six circles, kind of like in a uh, hexagon shape. 
two on top are red, the two on the sides are yellow, and the two on the bottom are blue. And in order to play the game, the game will tell you to um, shake the maraca as the ball hits the center of the circle. And it's hilarious. The training tells you um, <laughs> about how to play. And then they go, here, try these balls. And it just sounds really gay. Uh, I should probably include that like as a sound file or sound bite somehow. Uh, not really in the mood to connect anything to my computer for recording, so you won't hear it on this trial bite. But maybe I'll um, hook it up and get it to run on next week's podcast for fun. Like, here, try these balls. Um, so whenever you're playing, basically, to get back on track, uh, you hold the maracas up, or the remote nunchuck. I'll refer to them as maracas for ease of use. You hold them up for the red. And then you hold them to the sides for orange, orange, for yellow, and you hold them down towards your legs, of course, for blue. So as you do that, you're shaking them in certain locations, and then sometimes the ball, one of the balls will go up to the top left red, so you have to shake your left arm while it's up, and then the bottom right will be, will have another ball coming to it, so you have to have your right hand down, and you shake um, then there are repeated shakes where it's like a whole bunch of red balls and they go into the circle and you have to shake rapidly. It's waggle. Um, then you have poses where you have to put one remote in one location, another remote in another location. It's one of the six spaces. So um, as you're playing the game and you're playing to the songs, you're shake, 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 doing things, shake, shake, doing thing, and then all of a sudden it'd be a pose. And, you know, it, it works really well, the mechanic. And then they added a new thing, I think, for the Wii version, but I'm, I'm not sure. It's called Hustle, where they have dance moves. And the dance moves are essentially shaking the remote, uh, not shaking, I should say, weaving the remote in directions. So, for example, you may have to kind of turn to your side and then shake the remotes between the top left red and the left yellow. So you're kind of doing like the, I don't know, I don't know what those dances are. Just basically, if you're sitting here listening to this trial of right now, turn your body to the side and put your arms on the side and then just kind of wave your arms from top to bottom. I don't care if you look stupid. I don't care if you're in public. Just do it. And then sometimes you may have to do uh, your arms from the top two red, so you're crossing your arms like you're trying to uh, hail down a plane or whatever. Uh, then there's the two in the blue where you're doing the Charleston, you can follow me, you know, you twist your arms and whatever, and twist your arms. You cross your arms between your legs and it's Charleston. So you do things like that. And, you know, you have the angles and whatnot. And uh, you can also twirl the remote maraca above your head or whatnot. And that's also a really cool mechanic because you're doing a thing, you're shaking the maracas, and then you're posing every so often. You're shaking the maraca, shaking the maraca, and then you have to do in hustle mode, you'll uh, do like a shake, 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 and then a spin, spin, shake, 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 and then spin, spin, shake, 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 and then a Charleston type of thing, and it's it's really fun. It really gets you moving, which of course forces you to have to take a shower after, which is really great if you have a girlfriend. So anyway, um, Somebody Amigo has a couple different modes. It has uh the classic mode. It has your regular like game that you unlock songs or whatnot. There's this song, uh, mode called Love Love, where if you play with someone, preferably a girl if you're a guy, preferably a guy if you're a girl, um, it 
based on how you two play, it uh, tells you your compatibility, like how long your relationship's gonna last and what your secret like relationship code word is, which I always say is the S and M safe word. But anyway, um, you know, Evelyn and I we are kind of new to the game. We only played it last Saturday, but. Uh, our relationship was like, your relationship length is six months. I'm like, yeah, okay, we've been together for uh, almost four and a half years. Thanks a lot, buddy. And uh, our like S&M safe words were like volleyball. <laughs> anyway, um, there is also a battle mode and like a volleyball mini game. Well, there's mini games all over, like a dance mini game where you only dance, and then there's a posing mini game. I think where you only pose. And then there's a volleyball mini game, which is really silly, but it was kind of fun to play, where you move the remote and it's completely inaccurate. And then you have to bump, set, and spike with the A button or by shaking the nunchuck. It, it, it's silly. It's not really worth playing, but it was worth a few laughs. Uh, the main draw is just uh, doing the songs. And a lot of the songs are like Spanish songs. Uh, they have a couple of Santana songs. Uh, they have Living La Vida Loca. And they have a whole bunch of other stuff. It's like you know, Mambo and uh, Salsa. And, uh, what else do they have? Mambo, Salsa, some... Uh, I can't think of it right now, but they have a lot of Spanish and like electronic like dance versions of other songs, too. And they all, you know, varying difficulties. And the cool thing about this game is that you don't really have to know what the song is, or know the words, or know how it sounds like in Guitar Hero you like sometimes you have to know how a song sounds to really be good at it or not to be caught by surprise or if you're playing rock band and you have to sing you have to know how the song sounds how the person sings it in order to really do well at it and it's, it's really kind of a breath of fresh air where you can pick any song and you can do just fine because it's all about timing and about shaking and about moving your ass and you know Evelyn was getting at me because I wasn't really dancing. She was all dancing left and right. And I'm like, look, I'm trying to concentrate here. I'm a gamer. If you want to dance, you dance. That's your thing. So uh, that's about it for me. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go to sleep because I have a comedy show and a dinner to go to in about seven hours. So um, this was done at like 10 in the morning. So if you would like to visit my blog, you can visit it at xlm2k.blogspot.com. I am currently thinking about setting up a Facebook account just because of school, high school related things, but I haven't done it yet. I'm very slow on that. I still have my blog, which I haven't updated. Yes, I know. Um, I'll update it soon. I also have a GameSpot blog, gamespot.com slash user slash the underscore antipode a-n-t-i-p-o-d-e or you can just go to GameSpot and um, I don't know look me up somehow that is it you all enjoy yourselves take care and keep playing those games <laughs>